Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, from the Star Rental Sports Desk, your 93.3 KJRFM Sports Headlines. All right, boys and girls, here we go. Headlines on a Tuesday night right here on Softy and Dick, live from the Sports Star of the Year Awards Banquet, brought to you by our <laughs> friends at VenueKings.com. Looking for Mariners opening day tickets, $34. Wow, gets you in the door for opening day at VenueKings.com. Lots of news from the Hawks. Uh, Russell Wilson tried to have Pete Carroll fired, but Pete Carroll still likes Russell Wilson. <laughs> that came in from Indianapolis. Sean Desai is the new uh, defensive coordinator in Philadelphia. And Austin Blythe, by the way, Seahawks center, calling it quits, retiring today from the NFL. Washington defensive tackle Deron Payne, first player to get the franchise tag. Projected to be just under $19 million for his position. And former Rams running back Zach Stacy sentenced to six months in jail after pleading guilty to a domestic violence battery count. Wow, none of that seems good, by no. the way. Uh, Mariners guardians today in Peoria. Luis Castillo gets the start. Two innings, two hits, two walks, two Ks, one earned run. Ty France and Tyascar Hernandez, both with home runs today. And the M's beat the Guardians 9-8 to in Peoria. Bears GM Ryan Pohl says the plan is to start Justin Fields next season, but they will do their due diligence evaluating quarterbacks in the draft. Uh, Lakers will reassess LeBron James' injured right foot in two weeks. LeBron, though, expected to be out longer than that. And Kevin Durant is going to make his Phoenix Suns debut tomorrow against the Charlotte Hornets. All right, joining us right now on the radio show from the Sports Star of the Year Award Banquet, I think we should do this more often, have two guys on at one time. I like it. We had George Carl, yep. we had Kenny Maine. It's very economical. Right. You got more more bang for your buck. <laughs> Walter Jones, NFL Hall of Famer, and the, at least for about another hour or so, That's right. reigning Keith Jackson Award winner, Mike Gaston. Hey. One, one half, yes. Ian Graz, one yeah, half of us. I always, what I like about Walter Joe, I like a lot about Big Walt, but what I like the most is the only KJR talk show host with his own statue out at the airport. That's right. <laughs> they didn't do anything for anybody else, but you go out there and say, like, that's Walter. Is that the Seahawk? No, no, no. That's the guy who worked at KJR that's Radio. Right. You know what's funny about that statue in the airport? Yep. It's gone. Is it gone now? now? Do we know where it is? Where is it? Uh, it's uh, it's in the stadium. It's in the it's stadium. Like, oh, oh geez. So the, we have a, we have a footprint in the now. stadium. That's right. That's yeah. right. Because here's the problem. People that fly into SeaTac see that statue and go, who the hell's that? Yeah. They're from out of town. They got no idea. Yep. Now people can appreciate it, right? Exactly. I've done it multiple times. I've been to the airport when it was there, and I literally was sitting in the, at, the, at the terminal, and somebody was taking a picture, and they'd have no idea that I was right there. So I was like, okay, let's see how this is going to work. I'm, I'm flying out next Tuesday. I'm going to be out there going, where is the Walter Joe? What the hell That's did right. you guys do? You yeah. know, it's funny, Mike. You talk about Walter being a member of the KJR staff, and it's uh, it's it, uh, uh, George was on with us last segment. I asked him. If there was one guy on your 95 team that would turn up, would uh, open up a pot shop, which one do you think it would be? Both of us thought it would be Sam Perkins. He said Sean Kemp. Yeah. If you would have told me 30 years ago who's the one Seahawk offensive lineman that's going to be hosting a damn TV show, <laughs> I'm not sure if I would have thought it would be this guy. And, and I, I tell Big Wall every time I see him, I mean, I mean he, he, you keep getting better. You keep working at you. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. A lot of guys get into the gig, and they get it because of who they are, and that's fine. And, yeah. and, and But, you know, if you, you treat it like a little bit like football and say, I want to get better all the time. Always. And, and, I, think it, I think it's cool, though. I think I learned a lot from you guys and stuff, and it's just all about uh, – <laughs> 
trying to make sure you don't say the wrong thing. So it's all about yeah. just staying in the moment and not saying the wrong thing. Yeah. Are you here in a business capacity today, or are you just here to have fun? You know what? I'm, I'm part of the, uh, it's called, if somebody don't show up to present awards, so I'm in that holding stale. So wow. Um, that's awesome. I'm not even on that one. That's why I'm sweating a little bit, because I'm nervous that I might have to get up and talk tonight. So I'm there just kind of like praying that I don't have to get up and talk, just if, enjoy the event. If Griffey doesn't show up, you're the legend. Exactly. <laughs> that would be awesome. I love it. Well, Mike, I tell you what, last year you and Dave were sitting here getting the Keith Jackson Award. I got news for you, by the way. You don't get to keep that thing. It's like the Stanley Cup. You got to give it to Mueller in about an hour from I, now. I, I left it. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a doorstop in my office, <laughs> uh, which I, I don't mean disrespect. That was one. That was one of the biggest nights of my life, and to be able to share it with Dave. Yep. Uh, and and just the fun. You know, fourteen year run. There's a lot of teams that will go longer, but boy, we packed a lot of fun into fourteen years, mm. and it was great to be honored in that way. And 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 I know great for Dave. I know he appreciated. Yeah, it as no well. doubt. Did you honestly? Because a lot of guys will say. I don't read the paper. Yeah. I don't listen to sports talk radio. Yeah. I don't watch ESPN. Yeah. When you played, did you ever flip on KJR to see what folks were saying about you? Oh, uh, no. I, I, <laughs> back then, it was all about the newspaper. I think, uh, like, at that time, you know, we didn't have the internet and all the Twitter and stuff. So, all thing you had was to get the newspaper to see what people are saying. Like, you know, at that time, you was so busy playing ball, you weren't worried about the sports. You know, you wasn't worried about it because you know people are always talking. So, it was all about what the newspaper <laughs> was saying for me personally. You know who listened that what we We'd all eat. Nine times out of ten, when a guy would come up and say, okay, I heard you said this. I'm like, all right, well, that's not really what I said. And they'd go back and forth, and eventually you'd pin it down. It was the wife. Yeah. The missus ah. is who hears and says, and, and, and which I understand. You, know, you don't want somebody. Yeah. And, and, it's like the telephone game, right? Right, yeah. exactly. Just a little you know, one word changes well, or something. Walt never has to worry about it because when he was playing, he never did anything to be criticized. <laughs> like, he never gave up a sack. Hey. He just blew holes open for Sean. It's like, what, what was there to call KJR and say, Walt sucks? I mean, you yeah. could couldn't have anything there. I, I remember talking to Holmgren once, and you always, you always would hold out. You'd oh. wait to come to camp. Yeah. And and I, I will admit to you right here, I'd, I'd be a little critical. Okay, like, come on, walk in in camp. We need you. We need the leadership, yeah. all that stuff. And I'm talking to Holmgren once. He goes, doesn't it irritate you? He does this every year. And he looks at me and goes, gas. He's pushing cars around in a parking lot in Alabama. He's just fine. He'll be in shape when he gets here. I, I tell people all the time, I said the craziest thing about that situation was that there was I, we didn't change coaches. We didn't ever change coaches, so it was easy to come in, and you know you knew where the ball was going, so it was pretty easy, though. So. Right. Greatest con in the world, though, what you did. Never showing up for camp and just always <laughs> Or brilliance. You know Unbelievable. What I, you know what I tell people all the time, though? A lot of people say I held out and stuff, but it, like I wasn't on the contract. So, my, you know, I talked to my The first year I held out, I was kind of be a little tough with it. Like, I missed, like, one week, the first season game, and then I was like, how much money I lost? So I was like, no, I'm going in. So the next, <laughs> so the next year when I went there, I said, I'm going in day one. Uh, the hour we had already said once they franchise, we was like, uh, we go, we going in Monday. The, right. When, when does uh, payroll start? Monday. So that's when I'm going in. How did the whole pushing cars thing start? You remember the first car you ever pushed? You know, it started. It started in high school. My coach, we we, we didn't have much in high school, and so it started in high school. So in high school, we put my my coach used to tell us to push trucks, and then for me personally, when I was working out, doing squat and all that stuff would, would hurt my back and all that. So I just got away from squatting so i started doing stuff that was going to help me on the football field and i thought that was the perfect thing to help me on the football field you know who did that is dave hoffman yeah. dave hoffman was a big uh, car pushing guy and and then he'd steal them he'd take them and put them in a garage and they'd chop them up <laughs> no wait a minute i think i've got that wrong I think wow. I was that in your book no i, I left that out <laughs>
He asked me to. No, no, but he was that, that, again, and it's just it's coming up yeah. with something different because you can't do the same routine every and, day. And, and, drive yourself nuts. And the crazy thing about it, though, when I got back to camp and stuff, when I got back to the season, I saw everybody start doing it. Like if you look into, like if you go to the indoor facility, if you see this uh, two by four, the wood stuff, that's where they get that from. I'm like, man, I should have copyrighted that because now everybody's doing that now. So hey, you would have yeah. been rich. Wait, well, you are hey. rich. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, a, a little bit more rich. There you go. Well, the last time we were sitting here, you weren't here. But gas was here, uh-huh. and it was days after Russell Wilson got traded. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And we're sitting here going, "Uh oh, this could be a rebuild." Yeah. What did Walter Jones think going into last season, and how surprised were you at what you saw, not only from Geno, but from the rest of the team? You know, I was surprised about what happened, but I felt like Geno had been here for a while, so I think Geno, you know, always, uh, I think the backup quarterback uh, are in those meetings, they see, they know what the coach want, you know, most of the time when you have a, a, a high-profile player like Russ, it's kind of hard, but you get that guy behind him, he's listening to what the coaches want and how they want the game to play, so I thought Geno did a great job of playing the game the way that Peach wants the game to be played, you know. You, they want us to bite our nails throughout the whole game. They want us to be in the game in the fourth quarter. I think that's the way Peach wants the game to be played. Yeah. And that's the way Geno played the game. So yeah, I thought it was great for for, for, this, for, this, for the season and for the for, for the fans to see the way that Geno came in and did the things he was able to do this year. Pete's in cahoots with the networks is what it is. They're, yeah. all, they're all making a cutoff as advertising. But quick thought from you on Russell Wilson, man, because I told Dick a couple times on the air, I, I've never seen a guy's reputation fall apart as fast as his has. <laughs> we're, we're saying ain't, uh, nothing happening, like nothing right, big right. happened off the yeah, field. Russ yeah. has been a model citizen in terms of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it's unprecedented to me. And I mean, you, you know, I, I don't know when everybody's gonna feel like they've got their pound of flesh, but uh, it and and Gino. I mean, I got to think as a veteran guy who knows what it takes to be good in the NFL. Guys have to have a little soft spot in their heart for that guy. Like, wow, he hung in there and hung in there and waited for his chance and made the most of it when he got I it. I think it's great for the, especially for the young guys. You know, you always need a young, a, a leader guy that can go in there and get those young guys to play. And I thought Gino did a great job of that. All right, listen, great to see both you guys. All right, and to stand by because you might win something tonight. You never know. Hey, All right, see. you, you're the man. Always good to see you. Mike. You are love the man. Brother. Guys, right. love you guys. Thanks, Big guys. Walt, good to see you. You bet. Mike Gaspino, Walter Jones with us on the radio show. Uh, what do you say we bring in this guy? Uh, uh, right behind us. I recognize him. So far, looks like one of the best-dressed guys here oh, at the Sports at Star Banquet. I, I'll, uh, Dick, I'll say this to you right now. I won't say it when he puts the headphones on, All but right. he's got like his movie usher outfit on is what he's got on. Like He's, he's looking uh, good, man. He's looking very good. He's well, looking good. You know, he's, he's, he's a Heisman favorite. He can't be walking around looking yeah. like a bum. Well, i got to ask him about <laughs> the kicks. Yeah. You, got, you, got the, you got the suit. You got the vest, you got the bow tie, and tell me what those kicks are, because those are nice. Yeah, these are called Giuseppe's. Um, I actually named my dog after these shoes. There you go. But these are oh, Giuseppe's. I love it. Let me see those things. Those there are you go. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, first of all, we haven't even introduced him. This is the mark of a big time star. When you bring a guy on the air and you don't even need to tell people who you're talking to, they just figure it out, okay? Because we know that joining us right now on the air is Dylan Morris. Dylan, how are you? <laughs> Good to see you. No, Michael Pettix is with us. Big Mike, what's going on, dude? Man, it's, it's all good. No, I'm glad to be here. You know, glad to be in this room with all these wonderful faces. Um, yep. Just blessed, man. You know, it's funny that just before you were on, that guy right there to your left, Mike Gaston. Hey, Gas, Mike. Shake this guy's hand, by the way. Big Indiana Hoosier over here followed you when you were at Indiana, and he was he was telling us, he was telling us from the start, this guy's gonna kill it. You know what? I'll be honest with you, I didn't buy all of it, and he was right. He was absolutely right. How much do you still talk to your Indiana friends back in the back home? 
Yeah, I talked to a couple of those guys a lot. You know, um, obviously I was there for four years, so I was able to build a lot of relationships there. So I, I still connect with some of the guys. Do you feel like a star? I mean, let's think. I mean, look at you. I mean, you look like a star. Twelve months ago, nobody in this room could have picked you out. You know, of a of a picture, right? Yeah. And do you do you feel like you're kind of a Seattle celebrity now? Man, I just feel blessed, man. You know, um, I, I just feel blessed. You know, I know that, you know, it wasn't easy to get to uh, where I'm at today, you know, so I always just thank God for all the things that I've, I've been through and was able to overcome, you know, to get to where I am today. So, yep. you know, I, I definitely feel blessed, man. And, you know, just being around a lot of these faces, it, it's amazing. Look at yeah, this. Blitz likes Blitz, your shoes. Blitz I'm and Mariner you. Moose, they're both big fans. Appreciate they wanted to come it. over and see the man of the hour <laughs> with Michael Penix. But uh, it's been a few months, right, since you made your decision uh, to come back. Where was that banquet that wasn't at this hotel was it your banquet no it, it was actually um it was at, at the stadium at the stadium okay yeah. so is there any part of you since then that wonders did i do the right thing are you totally a thousand percent comfortable at peace with your decision to come back yeah for sure you know um i knew whenever i was going through that whole process you know i had to you know make sure that it, it was uh everything that I was thinking about it was about my best decision, you know, what was best going to help me build, you know, um, myself up into being, you know, who, who I want to become, you know, for when that time does come, you know. So I, I want to make sure that um, I was able to come back to be in the system another year. I feel like that was definitely a big thing, you know, being in the system, you know, it's definitely a huge thing. That's the reason I came here. But I know being in it for two years, you know, with the same guys, uh, it's going to be great chemistry, you know, just being able to go out, go out and do that again. And like I said, I feel like we left a lot on the table last year. You know, we had a good season, 11-2, but, you know, it, we're 11-2. You know, we had two losses, so we got to uh, – I feel like we have a chance to be able to fix that. Well, a lot of times you see schools that have the first domino that falls, meaning the first guy that declares for the draft, and then the rest of the guys just declare for the draft. It was the opposite. You were the first guy to say, no, I'm staying. How influential do you think you were? Because these other guys are saying, man, Michael Michael Stan was big with me. And how how do you feel that you were kind of the first guy to stay and look at all these people, including your offensive coordinator, decided to do the same thing? Yeah, man. Um, you know, I just think it's it's just the bond that we have with each other, you know, the love that we have and, and the belief we have in each other. You know, I feel like everybody believes that, you know, coming back would, would help help them, you know, in, in a better way. We, we never had thoughts about, oh, this could possibly hurt us or, you know, we – possibly do this this and that it was always oh we, w we want to come back to win championships you know that, that was the only mindset and we all have that some uh, the same common goal and i feel like we all made the same decision you know for the same reason yeah, and yeah you know it's definitely a good thing well mike Penix is with us and i guess we can go ahead and just announce it now because i've been talking to your buddy ricky in tampa bay about doing something with you in the fall uh mike's going to join us every monday during the football season Love it. uh jackson kirkland was the guinea pig right and he found out that it's actually okay to do a radio show as a college football player so excited to have you on the air with us every Monday, courtesy of Taco Time starting in the fall. But when the Ryan Grubb story came out, did you have any kind of thought beforehand on how serious he was about taking that job? When he went to Alabama, were you concerned at all about him actually leaving? Uh, no, nah, to be honest, it was it was just a lot of um, a lot of things that was going through our heads, you know, as a whole team. You know, the, the news spread throughout the team pretty quickly, but. Um, you know, for myself, I, I knew the guy that Coach uh, Coach Grubb is, and, you know, I, me and him both know the conversations that we had and the conversation he had with the other guys, you know, um, on the team, you know, and how much he feels about us and how much he feels about this team. You know, I, I knew that he, he wouldn't uh, leave us like that, you know, but, you know, obviously in the coaching world, you know, not everything is perfect. You know, things always switch up. 
and, and change up, you know. But, you know, um, I feel like it was definitely a good thing that, you know, he, he is coming back. And I know whenever we got that news, uh, he came in and told us. Yeah. And the whole room, we we're, were excited, you know, um, because we, we, know the, we know the coach that we have. And um, we're super excited to have him back. Was there any communication between him and you guys before he left, while he was there, were there text message, or did you just not know anything until he announced it to you guys? No, nah, uh, we didn't know. We didn't know. Um, he he was just uh, trying to go over what what he felt was best for him and, and his family at that time, you know. But we we didn't know until he came yeah. and told us. Well, Mike Penix is with us on the radio show from the Sports Star Banquet. Uh, what'd you make of Ohio State? I mean, you'll be gone, obviously, by the time that game was set to be oh, played. Yeah, I heard but what'd you make that. of the Buckeyes wussing out and not playing UW next year in 24? Man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know their reasoning. Um, See, I'm trying to get you in trouble, and you're too good for that. Man, you, yeah, you, man. you don't take the bait, all right? It's like somebody – did somebody coach you up and said, when idiots like softy ask you stupid nah. questions, take the high road? Let's just say I, I played them, um, and, uh, you know, I, I haven't beaten them, but – they're a team that can be beat. So I love just it. Say that I love it. We'll use that for bulletin board material. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there's now, a couple. We'll wait till you graduate, though. A couple All other right, teams that you, that you haven't beaten yet because you haven't played, and now we're on your schedule in USC and Utah. And I think you know you talk about eleven and two, which was great, but you want to improve on that. We're looking at the schedule, going, man, eleven and two <laughs> with the schedule you got coming up is pretty damn good. Yeah. It's good, you know. Um, being able to have those two teams, I feel like it's definitely going to play a, a big role in our season. Not not just because of uh, the the caliber of teams they are, but you know, just being able to have that experience and you know, being able to to get that, you know, those games in. I feel like those are some games that um, those are games that that's playoff games. You yeah, know, right. when you think about it, like um, all honesty, it, it, those are games that you have to win to be able to get in the playoffs in, in our conference. You know, because you know how to. The playoff world is it's not not always you know how you want it. You you can't let other people um you know write the script for you. So I feel like this this definitely something that that we're gonna be able to write our script and be able to you know go out there and compete against those teams and um be able being able to come on top in those games will definitely be a, a, yeah. a big boost for our season. Well, you know Michigan State's gonna be pissed when you go out there after what you did to those guys. Yeah, but you yeah. you played there before in that stadium, oh, right? He's played very yeah. well. How much in that does stadium. that kind of help you to go out there and have that experience when you when you go play that game? Yeah, um, it's great. You know, um, it's definitely that stadium definitely does get loud. You know, it's a pretty pretty nice stadium. I, I believe they're in grass as well. You know, but uh, they have a very nice stadium. But you know, I, I was actually. That was was that in nineteen, Michigan State. Yeah. So yeah, I was with Coach DeBoer. Um, yeah, we we were able to do a lot of good things against them there. Well, Kalen DeBoer just sat down with us, and thanks a lot, Coach. He was just going to tell us who the starting center was going to be on the football team, <laughs> and then you came over to sit down, and he all clammed up. So I'm kidding, number one. First of all, how are you, man? Good to see you, Coach. I'm good. I'm good. Good to see you too. You too, man. Talk about this guy over here because I've never seen him look as dapper as he does right now. He is looks this how awesome. he always dresses? He looks awesome. He he's he's got a vibe about him, and it uh, it's on the field, it's off the field. Um, it's cool. Tonight's a great night uh, for our program. It's a great night for Michael, you know, celebrating everything that he did this last year. No doubt. It's just amazing how much change we've had since the last time we were sitting here in this banquet. I mean, from, from your success to his success, and I asked him, like, does he, does he feel like a star? I mean, how do you manage that now that, that your athletes on this team are now household names, recognizable, people are telling them how great they are? You never had to deal with that coming into with a new football team. 
Yeah, and unfortunately, the the biggest thing is we got a guy who's a veteran, and um, you know, I, I I don't know how to say it. Maybe he's been humbled a lot of times because of, of what he's been through, and uh, you know, just lives in the moment and um, does it does does it as good as anyone I've ever seen as yeah. far as embracing uh, just the environment and uh, you know the the people that want to be around him and. Um, you know, it doesn't go to his head. It doesn't go to his head at all. And he just uh, comes back and goes to work and, and realizes that, you know, the next day he's got he's to gotta make it happen again to, to continue for that to, to, to continue well, on. Kayla DeBoer and Michael Penix are with us from the Sports Star Banquet. And all guests appearing on the Softie and Dick Show from the Sports Star Banquet uh, get some free trail mix. So there you go, fellas. <laughs> Dig in. Uh, it's all yours. But let me ask both you guys. And I'll, I want you to hear what he says when I ask him this question. Yeah. What does success in 2023 look like for you? Un- for me? And the team. Uh, for the team. Yeah. Undefeated. Okay. All the way. That's success. Success. Okay. What do you make of that? No pressure on you. Yeah. I Just mean, win them all. Th- th- that's the way I want those guys thinking. You know, I want them to think that. Uh, and-, and I look at this last year. Um, you know, I-, I told them before the season, every- you can win every single game. You can win every game. Uh, we have the talent to do it. Um, you- you- but you also understand that. Honestly, almost every game could have been a loss, too. You know, like the, the talent level, uh, and there's such a fine line between winning and losing. But these guys prepare, uh, led by Michael. Um, they prepare each and every week um, like it's like it's the big one. Yeah. And uh, because of that, uh, we, we end up showing out on, on, on game day. And um, I want them to have that mindset, that confidence, that uh, swagger about them, you know, and that belief that, uh, you know, we can do some big things. What was your level of concern, Coach, when uh – your good friend and confidant Ryan Grubb went to Alabama for 24 hours. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, I have a different outlook on it because I've known him for so long, right? And um, I always want what's best for the guys who have given me everything they've got. Uh, and we've been together um, through it all. You know, we've been through some some hard times and some tough seasons, some tough games. But um, you know, I just trust and believe that uh, you know when you hire great people um, and they have great heads on their shoulders. Uh, and and the right opportunity comes up, right. you know. I'm I'm gonna you know, pat him on the back and tell him thanks for everything, and, and give probably give him a big hug, you know. But um, this wasn't the right one, you know. And um, you know, uh, I want great success for him. Uh, I want that to happen here as long as possible. Believe me, uh, that's for sure. We all know, do. <laughs> and, uh, uh, want that to happen, but I also want him to realize his individual goals and and uh, you know do what uh, is best always for him and his family. Yeah, well, Mike just told us uh, before you came over that you promised he could play safety for a couple of games this year as well. So, is that true? You want to play I think he'd be pretty good if he yeah. he, he, he trained to, to be that. He, he could probably do whatever Did you go both to. ways in high school, by the way? No, you did. middle school. So, when did you, so you stopped playing defense when you got to high school? Okay. Yeah. What did you play on defense? What was your position? Safety. Safety. <laughs> did you ever see any tape of him playing safety? I don't think so. I don't think I've ever seen tape of okay. him playing safety. Okay. So, if not quarterback, would safety be his next position, I, you think? He'd be a long safety. Probably got a pretty good head on his shoulders. Yeah, yeah. I got so, it. Well, we were yeah. asking him about the Ohio State thing. He's not going to worry about that because he'll be gone by the time yeah. that series. Yep. Have you guys scheduled yet anybody to take their spot? No, but we're working on it, you know, and uh, just – you know, most people have their schedules full, so there's got to be some um, creativeness and just kind of figuring out and figure out what's best for us, just like yep. Ohio State had to kind of figure out what they thought was best for them. Did that totally come out of the blue, or was... Yeah, okay. it did. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to lie, I mean, it did, you know, and then pretty much uh, 
It was uh, announced the day, I think, a day after it happened. So it was something yep. that happened pretty quickly. Mike, before you go, uh, Mike Penix, Kalen DeBoer with us. And, uh, Kalen, you're going to be with us on Thursday's show as well. We're filling in for a Cougar. We're going to load that thing up yep. with Husky Talk for two and a half hours on Thursday, starting at 1 o'clock. So we'll talk more then. But I want to ask you real quick. I want to I kind of embarrass you a little bit. Talk about this guy right here and why he is the perfect fit to be your coach and your mentor. Yeah, um, coach, he's an amazing guy. You know, he's he's a guy that everybody on the team, you know, we all we all look look at as a leader and look at as, you know, obviously the the, the guy that's that's obviously leading us to big time wins, you know, and you know, he he's just the same guy each and every day. You know, he comes in each and every day with the same smile. Comes in with some uh, dad jokes sometimes, you know. He, he can switch it up, you know. So corny jokes, <laughs> yeah. Corny yeah. Jokes. Oh yeah, you, I'm not gonna lie. Some are good. Some do you have are, one off the top of your head that, that you remember? They all, we're not, we're it's not usually about the moment. It's we're usually not, about the moment. Yeah, I wouldn't do that to coach. So <laughs> wow, I don't I didn't know any. you had it in you. <laughs> I don't. Have He's always looking out for me. <laughs> what stays in the locker or the team room? I love it. I love it. Well, listen, it's been fun to watch, but there's a lot more, as you said, meat on that bone, right? For 2020. 23 so go get him spring ball starts on friday for god's sake no, monday. monday monday but the monday, press monday. conference is on friday right spring yeah, balls yep. for us yep. the media starts yep. on friday <laughs> yeah it's here right? it's coming here fast we, we'll be uh breaking down practice one already uh a week from now i love it unreal go get him guys appreciate it man awesome. Thanks, guys. mike Penix, kalen DeBoer with us on the radio show we're gonna break a lot more to come from the sports star banquet right here on sports radio 950 kjr Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.